Thank you for joining World of Truths. We're here to be real and talk about controversial topics and address it from a biblical point of view. Being the voice of young outlets in a world where traditional, cultural, and modern views has brought a lot of confusions. Our intent is to bring light and truth to these confusions with the help of the Word of God. Welcome to All of Truth. We're excited to be here again. I'm excited to be with my boys and share again one more experience, one more topic about life, you know, bring this, this conversation to the topic. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Good, good, really good. 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 Are you guys sure? yeah, we're, doing, we're doing fine. <laughs> and what up, people? Yeah. <laughs> what up, what up? We're back with another banger with the word. I <laughs> uh, hope uh, everybody out there is doing good too. Um, so, what do we have today, Sean? Yeah, today we're going to be talking about a topic everyone would love to hear, actually. Ooh. I already said I already said the word, and we're going to be talking about love. Let's go. Love. The four-letter word. Yes. Let's go. You know. Yes. I know it's vast, but we're just going to, you know, bite, bite into it from different angles. We may even, you know, spring off in different directions. We just want to talk about, you know, this this big word love. I know. Uh, I think when I think about love, I, I feel like it's it's a word that is used mostly, but sometimes underestimated. You know, people uh, we sometimes forget to go into the deeps of the the word. Figuring out what is love, you know, some people don't have the you know the meaning of love, you know, like they don't exp- like experience the love in itself. So it's interesting that we'll talk about it today. Right, yeah. right. I, I like that you mentioned that because I am guilty as well. Sometimes I would use love, you know, for the most random thing, <laughs> just because I've been influenced by the society to throw the word love mm-hmm. everywhere. But would like to dive a little bit deeper into what love actually means. Yeah, yeah. cool. See, I love soccer. I love playing. I love playing this. Or I love watching this. I love like you use love almost. Like every day, every day, you right. can't have a conversation without using the word love. Right. At least for me, right. I can can remember a day where I didn't talk to. I mean, I talked to someone without using the word love in itself. It's, it's probably one of the most overused word right. words in you know in history. Period. And it just takes the value away from the actual meaning. Right. You know? Because man, it's uh, carries a lot of weight, has a lot of depth, and um, just like a lot of stuff, like you really love something. That's a question for everybody, yeah. and we're gonna go into that. So, and it, brace and, yourself. Yeah, and it's interesting that uh, love is actually the the foundation. It's the foundation of Christianity. Christianity is based on love. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. Whosoever believes in Him, we know that verse, right? Right. Yeah, so and I, I know our guy. Yeah, I was about to say about our guy, our, our lookup guy. Our, yeah, our dictionary guy <laughs> should give us, you know, what's wh- the what's the dictionary meaning for love? Yes. So <clears throat> I have the dictionary meaning of love here. So mm-hmm. it says love uh, noun an intense feeling of deep affection. Um there's other another uh for verb. It says feel deep affection for someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So they give a meaning for the noun and the verb. So yeah. uh the first one is an intense feeling of deep affection, which is a noun. And then the the verb side of things is feel deep affection for someone. So the someone is in brackets. Okay. Uh do you want to also check what affection means? Yeah, it'll be good yes. to know. 
So affection means a gentle feeling of fondness or liking. Mm. Mm. A gentle feeling. Gentle. I love that. Very gentle. Yeah. Um, speaking about love, how does, why is love so important? How does, why as we Christians should, should we care about loving? Why? Why is it part of the equations of being a Christian? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it's, um, I really think it's one of the most important thing just because when you look at um, like the Ten Commandments, um, there was a passage in the Bible where somebody was, um, I don't remember specifically, but was having a conversation with, I don't know if it was um, Jesus himself or, or maybe one of the disciples, but it was asking him, what out of all these Ten Commandments that you have given, which one is the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's sometimes along the lines of, um, well, number one, love God with all your heart. And but he also said, with that, love your neighbor just as yourself, right? Which means like, hey, if you love God with everything, mm-hmm. it's impossible to not love your neighbor same way as you love yourself. Um, but when you think about it, it's like, man, really just being in love with God, like I think knowing who he is, and then how do you translate that to like your society, your work, your job, like your everyday life. So in other terms, the Ten Commandments in itself wouldn't make sense if love is not part of it. There you go. Because that's the basics of the Ten Commandments. Right. Also, let's look at it from just a logical Mm -hmm. perspective, right? I think it is, love is wired in everyone's DNA. It's wired in human nature. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of those emotions that comes with us from birth. And why would I say this? You know, some people would say, well, I don't think I feel love or I don't think I feel someone's love, okay? If you point out someone would almost seem like they have zero love, you'll probably be saying, oh, I know one, Hitler, right? Yeah, Hitler may not have love for people, but if you come to think about it, he had a wife and kids. Not only that, Mm -hmm. he also loves power. Yeah. So... There is always love wired in everyone's DNA. The question is, what do you love or who do you love? But love seems to be wired in everyone's DNA. Just naturally. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a natural inscription in our body. Like we attend or prone to love things. Or, you know, like it says, have affection for things. If you break down the word itself, there's right. affection. There's that gentle thing where you're like, okay. I have interest in this and I feel this gentle you know, attraction. So that's pretty much love. But, you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, like, oh, I don't know if you wanted to go ahead. but oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, just, just a question of, like, um, what people would probably say is, like, um, is love a feeling? Right. Or is it just something that you don't necessarily have to feel? So or you it, can still love. So, like, is, is love an emotion or a feeling? Can you put it that way? Mm, no, oh. no, I think it's pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Okay. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. So, I guess the question is like, um, is love a feeling? Because um, if if we were to go that route of okay, love is a feeling, well, you don't feel a lot of things every time, right? Yeah. I mean, if we were to go by the definition, the definition literally has feel in it. So it's a feeling. Right. Yeah, but but also it's like, if it's a feeling, can you command something that's a feeling? 
can you command somebody to like be happy you know so like just like, command do you control that feeling you know oh you I mean? mean do you control someone else's feeling no, no, like, do you control, you do you yourself. have control of... Do you have control of your own feelings? Yeah, for example, do you have control of over-loving something or not? Right. Well, it just, uh, let, let Samuel, I guess, yeah. clarify okay. himself. Yeah, I, I think it's just along the lines of, like, um, man, if it's a feeling, if it's commanded that you do it, I think I'm, I think yeah. something... Okay, I think I, yeah, I think I get what you're saying. So, Scripture speaks about how we should, you know, it's a command, right? Love your neighbor as yourself. We know it's a command because it's part of the Ten Commandments. Right. 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 Then it instructs husbands to love their wives, mm-hmm. right? Just like Christ loved love the, the church. church and, yeah. you know, he laid his, uh, he gave up himself for the church um, um, in essence and, you know, for, for the world. So here's, here's the thing, right? Um, I personally don't think that love is should be defined by a feeling you can feel love but like you can choose to love right right? i you know it says god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son Mm -hmm. right we i don't think okay maybe i can't speak for god but here's here's the thing we weren't doing anything Mm -hmm. that would have caused God, you know, to be moved by a certain feeling of love. You know, I'm putting two things, like, you know, quotation marks, a feeling of love to kind of die for us. You know, we didn't deserve, like, we didn't deserve his love because we're just so far off. You know, we were just in sin, you know. And scripture goes on by saying that while we're still sinners, Christ gave his life up for us. And so he chose to give his life for us. You know, he chose to lay his life down for uh, down for us. And so I think love, uh, at least when we're speaking about the love that Scripture speaks about, this is the love that you choose to love the, you know, uh, you choose to love the person in a sense. You don't, you're not moved by your feelings. Right. Uh, there are, you know, going to be times when you're going to feel it, you know, an emotion, you know, but um, I think when it comes to love, especially what the Bible speaks about, it shouldn't be something that is dictated by our feelings, but rather uh, our obedience to the uh, word of God and doing what's right. It's Sean. like more of a, a commitment. <clears throat> yeah, but but then this, this is where the type of love comes in. Mm. There are actually four types of love. Right. And the one we've been talking about a lot is called agape love. God's love, mm-hmm. which is the unconditional love. love. Right, right. Every other one is conditional, which means we have control over every other type of love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you may ask, what type of love am I talking about? We're talking about eros, which is romantic love. We're talking about storge, which is uh, familiar love, love of family. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking about brotherly love, which is philia. Mm-hmm. All those three are based on you know, condition, it, it, they are based on our emotion. We control them. But the one that is not controlled, like Junior had mentioned, is agape. No one did anything to deserve God giving his only son for right. us. But nevertheless, he said he did it out of love for the world. That's agape. Or that's the word agape. 
Yeah. Mm. So, so with what Gina was saying too, and also you, Sean, but um, if I understood you correctly, Gina, you were, you're basically saying that like it's not a feeling, but it's uh, like more of an action, or, or not choice. an action, but like a choice. Right. Like you choose decision, to do yeah. that regardless of almost like how regardless you of how you feel. Right. Like you can wake up one day and feel like feel like I'm using the word feel. Mm-hmm. I don't love my spouse anymore right that don't mean you have to leave her now right right because god, yeah god is telling you love her for for the rest of your life yeah and, and there's so many routes you could go with all this like it's like okay well the definition technically says it's a feeling but then yeah. it's like um it's like way beyond that there's 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 love that's also um like feeling is part of that I just think it's like way more than that. I think the feeling part comes. So the way I see it is there's emotions attached to, I guess maybe what Aaron was saying. I think maybe there's like maybe a thin line. Uh, maybe somebody should pull these two up about uh, uh, emotions and feelings. Mm. I think uh, an emotion, this is just, I guess for my, for my, for my understanding, um, there's, I think they could actually be different. Because there's a certain emotion associated with a feeling. Okay. Right? right. But, 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 how about this? How about we ask this question first, this fundamental question? Mm. Emotions or feelings, do you have control over both? Uh, no. Well, well, I, I think you do. Yeah, I Wait, think you do. Because no, yeah, if it's yeah, a yes, choice, yes, 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 you, yes, you yes. technically do right. have. Right. So, so, whether you call it emotions or you call it feelings, you, really do, have, you do have control over it well except for the agape one which junior was explaining that you know it's based on obedience mm-hmm. yeah so if you say i feel sad um so while we're waiting for aaron you looking you looking you bring yeah, that up yeah. so while i'm you know like it's like if you say what emotion do you feel now like could we say that joy like for example joy is an emotion could you feel joyful and that would be an emotion or do you say I feel joyful? Hmm. So it could be the same thing, right? See, th- there is a difference between emotion and feeling. Okay. It says that um, emotions are an, an automatic and psychological response to a stimulus. Mm-hmm. So that's like an emotion, like oh, I'm feeling sad, like it's a res- like a response to a stimulus. Right. While feelings are a conscious experience that involve our interpretation and evaluation of emotions. Ah, exactly. So, so like, yeah. if you control your emotions, so it becomes a feeling. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. So, so, so basically, an emotion, an emotion is something kind of like it's a, it's a, a reaction. reaction. Yeah, right. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, I feel scared. Right. It's yeah, like it's a reaction. Yeah, it's a reaction, and then. So that reaction causes the feeling, basically. Right. So the, the feeling is the interpretation. Oh, the of the emotion, of the emotion. emotion yeah. yeah. So you 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 let's say you saw something really scary, mm-hmm. then there's a reaction right. that causes an emotion yeah. of fear, yeah. and then then the you feeling feel is you feel terror. scared. Yeah, yeah. it's terror. like yeah. it's like okay. you see something that's um uh scary and choosing not to be scared. Yeah. I, oh, okay. 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 Like so that's your feeling. Oh, okay. I don't feel scared. Like yeah, that's right. scary. But and, like, and, and that makes because you interpreted it to you know like you interpreted it not to be um something that could maybe harm you. For right, example. I didn't give control right. of it. And, right. and yeah, that basically. makes sense that love is defined as feeling. 
because it's something that has to be yeah. conscious. Yeah, because even mm-hmm. even says yeah, unlike emotions, feelings are often more under our conscious control exactly. and can be influenced by our thoughts and action. Exactly. Emotions you don't have control, but feelings right. you have control. Right. That's so good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why I say you have to choose your like to love your wife. Right. You know, it's a choice. Because you wake up even though you don't you know you don't have that emotion. Mm. You don't have emotion, but you choose to feel. You know, right. you feel yeah. the love. Yeah, I choose. Some, well, well, let's talk about let's talk about this because sometimes people don't feel. You know, you, you can say like, "I don't feel like going to school," or "I don't feel like going to work." True, you know, even oh, heard of people oh, say, oh, "What if it's true, I don't true, feel true?" They don't feel like going yeah, to school I don't or feel going like, to work, but they're feeling something else in that same instance. Yes. Yeah, they're feeling like not going. Yeah, to, it's right? a feeling. Right. There's a feeling there. Exactly. Feeling like not going. True. That's what I mean. Like, and that's what I'm saying. L- yeah. Let's even say. Let's remove the word "not." Right. Let's say, okay, you feel blah, or there's an absence of feel for school. Mm. Then it means there's an there's a presence of feel for something else. You are always feeling. Okay. So if what if a person says that I don't feel like I love my spouse anymore? Okay. How do you, so you you get what I'm saying? Right. So it's like they're like I don't feel. I just don't, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't have that feeling that I once did. Maybe that's because you know? it's because it says feeling is the interpretation of our emotions. Maybe at that time they feeling uh, an emotion of um, reject or like refusal or I don't know how to put it like. Or denial. Denial. And they, they interpret it in a, in a way of like, I feel like I don't love. Maybe. Right, right, right. It's a conscious. But, you know, we've you know. we've already made it a staple that yeah. it is a conscious decision. Yeah. So at that moment, they've been thinking about all sorts of things, and they are coming to a conscious decision that this is the route I want to yes. go from now, or this is how I want to. <clears throat> can I? Yeah. Can I just uh, state something here? I think sometimes, and I, I think with that uh definition that he gave us about feeling how it's a conscious we said it's a conscious what uh feeling is a conscious Choice experience or, or experience. interpretation yeah. of our emotions. interpretation yes so yes here's one thing that we have to uh kind of bring into light here because it's 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 really how can i put it um like the time that we're living in right now like a lot of people you know, like you know, I've I've spoken to you guys about like the mind, and uh, we we we've had many talks about like the mind and and the conscious mind, the subconscious. Um, the more I lo- I like I read up about this and I I tr- try to study the mind, you find that many times out the day, you know, people are not making conscious decisions. Rather, decisions are being made subconsciously. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And so, therefore, the interpretation of their feelings is not necessarily choices or uh, decisions that they're making right there in the moment, but it's something, it's it's basically based on their past experiences. Right. That was why you know it's been cooking. Yes. It's, it's been ba- cooking for a while. Exactly. And so, and so. <clears throat> I think this is kind of one of the ways that um, uh, I personally think this is one of the way that the enemy, you know, um, has infiltrated, like, you know, the lives of many, um, caused bad experiences in people's lives mm-hmm. that um, 
causes them not to um, open up to love anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Correct. Because every time they are faced with love, right, or the idea of perhaps maybe of a relationship, mm-hmm. they will always interpret it based on their uh, past experiences. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They'll always exp- uh, uh, interpret it that way. So that that definition really, really applies to a person who has a sound mind. Correct. A person who has, <clears throat> excuse me, who has overcome their um, past negative past experiences, you know, who, who, who can make the conscious decision, you know, they're aware of this, that I'm making the conscious decision to love this person. Correct. And I think when we make that decision to love this person uh, or to love, you know, to, to, to just obey the word of God, to love God, the feeling comes after. Yeah. The feeling can, you know, come after that. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me give an example. Sometimes I'll be doing something with my girlfriend and, you know, she would say, oh, why did you do that even though you don't like it? And I'm like, yeah, I choose to do it. Yes, I do not like it. But Can I you choose. give an example? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I try as much as possible to be vague so because I, I don't like putting my business Yes, of there. course. You but just, just give a random example because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we, yeah. we don't want people to start thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for and sure. Especially we're talking about love. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, for example, I'm, very, I'm a very picky eater. Right. I don't eat certain things. I only eat certain things, not for medical reason, but by choice. By choice, yes. Right. And so I grew up, you know, just not desiring certain things. Mm -hmm. But she grew up used to eating those things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I would cook something that involves the things I would naturally not put in. Yeah, not put in my food. Right. And, you know, she would be like, oh, whoa, you don't like that thing. Why did you put it? Right. And I tell her, I did it by choice. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, you're right, mm-hmm. but I chose to. Right. And that's because I'm making a conscious decision sure. to just yeah. oppose and, I feel and like, make sure both of us like, are okay. And I feel like when that choice is repeated, it becomes like it becomes part of you. Then you grow into it. Then exactly. it grows on you. you know, then it, bring, it pulls up the, all the necessary things mm-hmm. for you to... Uh, become a love of that thing or that yeah that's exactly. yeah that's that's really how it is um just diverting a little bit here speaking of the mind you know i kind of mentioned the conscious mind and subconscious mind the subconscious mind is our habit basically mm-hmm. um portion of the mind this is where all this stuff gets stored in right mm-hmm. you know like this is where all these things that you learn, you know, it pretty much gets stored in, in there. So mm-hmm. the way the way it basically works is with the repetition. So whatever you repeat, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you repeat. And, I mean, you guys have even heard of muscle memory. You yeah, know, I was about like to muscle memory. Exactly. Yeah. So when you repeat that love, yeah. even like even if you woke up that day, like I don't feel like loving this person. If you choosing every single day to love this person, eventually it's going to sink in. Mm-hmm. Eventually that's what, you know, like you will be telling your body, you're telling your brain here that, hey, we are deciding, I'm deciding here to love this person. Yeah. And it's going to have, eventually it's going to have no choice but to obey and just be like, yo, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. You right. know? 
And and that's why I really want us to separate the the type of love yeah, because it's easy for us to you know model everything up and you know someone while we're talking someone is thinking of their brother right or mm-hmm. their sibling mm-hmm. someone else is thinking of their lover while they are listening to this mm-hmm. and then you know someone else is thinking about only God knows you know what type of love or what type of relationship mm-hmm. that they have so it's always very nice for us to like say hey there is one whereby you have to do obedience is very very you know important for example romantic love which is eros right mm-hmm. that is you know a world of its own mm-hmm. and i actually like us to quote some scriptures because mm-hmm. yeah we've not yeah. we've not what does the bible yeah, say what does the bible say yes, right that's the purpose <laughs> so um if someone is ready to open some scriptures yeah. um i have one for romantic love um romantic love was expressed in the bible in song of solomon's chapter four. actually oh, the, yes. the entire song of solomon the is a love letter thing. yeah that is but, if anybody, but, uh, yeah, chapter four chapter four itself is a letter the others are like poems right chapter yes. four is a pure letter yes so yeah someone can read it also that you know people can know that christianity is not <laughs> boring christianity gives life what songs right. of solomon what chapter what chapter four the entire chapter four Someone, someone who has a very, you know, romantic. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> but, I, I want us to the read it the, the, way, the way Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want us to read only it. for people who are married. married yeah, <laughs> let's make it let's clear. Let's clarify that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Very, and very um, and and for people that are listening to this that are married, um, you know, this if you really want to bring that love back. You know, yes, know that know that the Bible has got you. Yes, yes. Sir. go to the book, go to Songs of Solomon and read this. Right, it say so. It's it's basically Songs of Songs. Right, that's that's what the the title uh, the is. title is. Uh, no, the chap the book the yeah. book in the yeah. yeah that's what it's called. So here, uh, I'm gonna read for you guys. I don't think. I have the that <laughs> romantic voice that uh, Sean, was <laughs> Sean was talking about, but here we go. <clears throat> so it says, uh, the title I'm reading from the ERV, and the title says he speaks to her. So this is the man here mm-hmm. speaking to the his lady, right? Mm-hmm. He says, "My darling, you are b- so beautiful. Mm. Oh, you are beautiful. Your eyes are like doves under your veil." Your hair is long and flowing, like little goats dancing down the slopes of Mount Gilead. Your teeth are white like ewes. I don't know what that means, but it, it should be. It, it's it's probably it's probably something good. But anyways, uh, ewes basically is female goats, right? <laughs> just so he says, your teeth are white like ewes, just coming from the bath. They all give birth to twins. Not one of them has lost a baby. Your lips are like a red slick thread. Your mouth is beautiful. Your cheeks under your veil are like two slices of pomegranate. <laughs> your neck is long and thin like David's tower. Mm. That tower was built to be decorated with a, a thousand shields on its wall with the shields of powerful sh- so- soldiers your breasts are like twin fawns 
<laughs> like twins of a uh, gazelle feeding among the lilies. I will go to that mountain of mirror and to that hill of frankincense while the day breathes its last breath yeah. and the shadows run away. That's, um, I read till verse six. Did you also, want me to read the whole thing? Oh, no, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. Just, you know, ju- yeah. just a teaser. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of scriptures that talks about love, you know, in all the aspects, you know. Mm-hmm. Some, because we Christians sometimes think love is like, you know, that one directional, yeah. just holy and like, yeah. yeah. Love is good. There's all aspects of love, yeah. you know. Yeah. But there's one also verse that struck to me, like, uh, it's in First John uh, chapter 4. Verse 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Mm-hmm. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Mm-hmm. So you can't say you're a Christian without you having love. Mm-hmm. You know, Love is the main, you know, abstinence, the main essence of our Christianity life and what God has done. For he says he loved us first, so we have to love others, you know. Right. You can be, a Christian be like, I only love this person, but this person, I don't love you have to love right. everybody just the same way as Jesus loves us. And once you do that, you reflect God, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, I was just even think, thinking about um, maybe anybody that's even listening or like um, just like, you know, how when you come from a family or just like an upbringing that doesn't necessarily like reflect love, right? You know how some people probably don't have the most healthiest, um, you know, home yeah. environment. And then they grow up and then it's like, man, follow your emotions and like all these things that the world is like throwing at them. Thank you. And it's like, how do you actually um how do you actually express love to people in a healthy way? You know what I mean? Where it's like, man, not what you're used to. Okay, I think Gina got something for us. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was letting you finish. I was just telling you. Um but yeah, like just all of that stuff, just cause I, I can kind of relate to that. Let, I wouldn't say like in the most healthiest way, but it's like, um, like it wasn't just ex- expressed to me, like, I guess from with what I've known now, right. To really feel loved. Like some people grew up not feeling loved. Right. Right. So I guess just to kind of explore that a little bit, I, my question is, um, what is your definition of love? Right. And I think, and the reason I'm asking this is because I feel like everybody, right, despite the definition of love, right, mm-hmm. right, what love really is, um, the definition that we read, I feel it's more um, pertaining to the world, Correct. right? There's some truth to it, but like, you know, it's, you know, more pertaining to like, uh, it's the social sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's more circular. Um, you know, when we read about the love of God, you know, which you mentioned, that agape love, which is unconditional, right? Um, but I feel like everyone based on their uh, background, upbringing, you know, like you mentioned, they view love differently, right? Right. right. You know, they, 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 I guess they interpret that, that maybe emotion of love. Interpret differently right. based on you know on what they they they've been through right, right. or right. how they were brought up right right and so I, i'm just curious right at least from you guys if you can tell me just you know tell me what what is your interpretation of love or how did it did you used to view love back then 
mm-hmm. right? And now that coming to the knowledge of uh, the word of God and Christ, mm-hmm. what you see now hold love as? So for for me, in terms of you know, Samuel mentioned family, you know, upbringing. For me, um, in the family aspect of love, like how, how have I experienced love in my family, and how do I you know see it now based on the scriptures? Uh, for me, it hasn't changed much because I think, in my own opinion, my parents did the best to reflect biblical love, family love, um, to me. And I'm going to read what biblical family love um, says it's in Ephesians chapter 1 I think to verse 4 yeah to verse 4 it says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right honor thy father and thy mother for this is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live it long on earth and yea fathers provoke not your children to rot but bring them up in the nature and admonition of the Lord. Right. So now you may ask me, okay, how does that relate with your you know, family background, how that has shaped definition of love in terms of family uh, for you? Mm-hmm. For me, my parents have always taught me to always obey them and honor them, um, regardless of circumstances around me, regardless of you know, how I perceive what's going on to always basically meet this definition of loving them, which is in some ways unconditional because it says it's a commandment that you should mm. honor them. And so that was what I did growing up. Yes, could I, do I have uh, scenarios that could have changed that perspective? Yeah, but it never did because I was made aware of this verse. And so whenever things happen, I always compare it to this and still honor them um, as best as I can. Now, for, for parents, for my parents, they don't just provoke us into wrath. Um, we, we, we do things to yeah. get, you know, spanked. We treat so it's, yeah, so it's more like, oh, if I get spanked, I know why I got spanked. I don't just get spanked and then now I'm, I'm angry. Right. right. And... Um, because you say you, your question was like, how do we interpret love? Or how do we see love? Yeah, what and is maybe your definition in a sense? Yeah, love. your interpret. Yeah. yeah, my interpretation of love for the longest time, I've related it to the giving, the actions that people do, like for you, like you know, do stuff for you, help you with things, and that's an aspect of it. But growing into faith, I just thought about like love is. Thinking like, you know, the Bible says like thinking about what you would want someone to do, like what good thing you would like something good for you that you would want to do. Someone else to do for you, you do the same for them. That's kind of like the love, the way I understand it, because I feel like the world in itself has given open doors for us to interpret love in the wrong way, you know, Mm -hmm, through, through experience and through things that happen to us through other people. But if you want to interpret love and make things like we should start off the basics of the Bible, then go off from there. Like the Bible is like the outline, the outline of how love is. It's first doing good for others, loving them, being there for them. And, you know, it's that's how, like, you know, I interpret love. Going back to the Bible of like loving the other person as Jesus, you know, loved us, doing 
not expecting back, you know, doing yeah. good, the genuine good mm-hmm. is how, you know, you express love and how you <clears throat> become love in a sense. That's how I'll put it. Mm. Yeah, what was the question? I mean, like your 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 yeah. background and yeah. how you yeah, um, I guess how you interpret love, like and how, um, I guess like what is for you when when you hear the word love, what is kind of like how can you sum it up? What is the first thing that comes that comes to your head? And um, you could also kind of make a contrast of how you used to think love was before you yeah. actually um knew Christ and how you think of love now after knowing Christ. So yeah. Yeah, I think for me it's um similar to what uh, Aaron was just saying of um being so servant, right? Um so like just my upbringing it was it was very um like servant based. Like uh, I was just so used to seeing like just my like the church that I went to and uh like my mom just being so servant, right? And honestly for me I wrestled with that as a kid. <laughs> yeah. As a kid who obviously was like very selfish, you know, like I I I loved quality time mm-hmm. and so like that was my idea of love. The moment which I'm not saying like it's bad, like you serving. Um but I think like man, if if you're not getting that quality time as a kid that you want yeah, or desire a balance. Right, with a, like a balance with maybe your friends or parents or whatever, like Uh, that's uh that's like a void that gets in you and it's like man that is it's like love but that's like a not a full expression of love because they still like you know my parents in ministry and stuff like they still spend time with the people from church um but there's there has to be that balance whereas now it's like for me i i i've come to terms with like that's also the ministry of just serving like and and I, i don't even really want to like say like this is like ultimate or like absolute but um i just think it's harder for people who have kids who are in the ministry for their kids to experience love it's just way harder that's just the reality right because of what you're called to um but there's also like a like a healthy space of how you can i guess communicate that with your kids of like Hey, like I still actually care about just a little little stuff. Um so with my understanding now like that's what I like that's what I know now but back then I was definitely like not I don't even know what's the right word to use but I was a little just like man I wish my dad or my my mom or my parents would spend a little bit more time like with me just cuz my own expression of love is basically like quality time. Right. And so, I think or giving attention to people Yeah, and I think what he mentioned here, this could probably go in a different direction too, where we start speaking about. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of love languages. Uh, this is basically how <laughs> everyone feels um, loved, right? And uh, I, I don't know. I can't really recall how many categories there are. I think there's probably more than four. But like some people, it's uh, affirmation. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's quality time. Yeah. Some people, it's just you know, like uh, affection. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this is how they receive love. This is how they interpret. Like they like, oh, now this is how I feel loved, and so I think that's probably, you know, uh, uh, a topic of its own. But um, I mm-hmm. think for me, um, for me, if I can just sum up love now and how I kind of understand it now is one word that I would attach with love is sacrifice for me. Yeah, and um, it's just you know our parents. Everything that they did, 
that sacrifice. They did it. Um, they sacrificed their time and their resources because of their love for us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, and Jesus gave up his body, you know, mm-hmm. for us. He sacrificed. Right. You know, like he he was he was the ultimate uh, sacrifice for right. us. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's that's the way I see I I see love now. Um, sacrificing. And whenever you think about sacrificing, when somebody says to me, "Bro, just sacrifice it and and you know and get this done," it always it always requires you to put something else aside. Correct. You know, and give your attention to this thing. You know what I mean? And so that's that's kind of like how I I I see I I you know. See love. But yeah, love will not always be easy though, because <clears throat> you know. You may think, oh, love, yeah, I just choose, I just, it, it takes, oh, it's, it, it takes, it takes a struggle, you know, because yeah. you have to go through all your emotions, all your hurts and all, like, bring it all together. It's not yeah. easy. Yeah. But, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say that, you know, given the combination of the word sacrifice and choices, you yeah. already know it's not easy. Yeah. You have to be willing to put in the work to attain that place of love. And once you get there, I don't know if they, there's, once you get there, I don't think you would you be in a place of like struggle. It'll become easier, you know, because you know all your strength. You gather all the strengths, all the tools, and it's just you just being there earnestly for the person, sacrifice, and getting to know the person. Because you have to know the person. Because even with Jesus, when you say we love Jesus, if you love someone, you put in the time, you yeah. put in the hours of knowing the person, you put in the hours of like trying to be there for the person, understand the person. So. Love comes with a commitment. If there's no commitment, I think it's difficult to attain the place of love. Yeah, which which is also one of the um the ten commandments of loving your neighbor just as yourself. How do you love? Like you spend time with them. Um you just uh, be there for them like emotionally, physically, just like in any any way you can um like and discipline them too. Yeah, that's also love. It's called tough love. <laughs> Tough love. Um, and then one verse that I was gonna share that kind of just helped me renew my mind on, on kind of the pain I felt from just growing up was um Matthew, uh twelve, uh fifty. But also just like, um just a good explanation of, um it's our responsibility, for us if we're in the body, to serve the older people in the church and also to mentor the young people in the church. Right, mm-hmm. like. If you're, if you're capable enough, serve. And if you, um, same thing, capable enough, like go and mentor the young ones who needs uh, this help and, and like all these resources. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and love just brings growth. You know, it brings harmony. It brings um, patience. It brings, because with love, it just opens a lot of doors. Because even God says like um, his glory shown to people that like have love you know because he doesn't want you to show something and he knows that you you won't be able to love someone enough to transfer that glory so it won't come upon you once until you reach the place of love that you can do anything for your neighbor that's how you experience god's glory and god's power and god's you know love on you once you be at that place of giving yourself for others yeah and i kind of oh no you're good i kind of wanted to share this um our verse here um, with everyone. I guess 
you know, we've kind of touched on like, you know, the God of love, um, I mean, the love of God. And uh, um, we spoke a little bit about um, the different, the different, you know, kind of loves, right. you know, you mentioned them there. Um, I think for, for, for someone, you know, for someone listening to this, who's just, you know, been struggling to love uh, more specifically God, you know, um, and wondering uh, if they even love God, maybe, maybe somebody who loves God and they don't know that they love God, you know, um, they just think, well, maybe I'm not doing enough or, or something like that. And I just want to, I want to, you know, just read a scripture of encouragement um, to this can, you know, you can kind of check yourself uh, with this. Um, so in John 14, it says, uh, John 14, 21, Jesus speaking to his disciples, he says, he who has my commands and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. This is uh, the New King James. I wanted to bring the ERV to uh, just to bring a little understanding here. It says, those who really love me are the ones who not only know my commands, but also obey them. My father will love such people and I will love them. I will make myself known to them. In other words, reveal myself to them. If you go skip 22, go to 23, it says, Jesus answered, all who love me will obey my teaching. My father will love them. My father and I will come to them and live with them. Um, and this promise, you know, is for those who love God, right? right. And he's telling you, you love me by keeping my commands. My yeah. You know, not just knowing them, but like you obeying them, you know, you're mm. keeping them. Um, and because you do that, I'm going to reveal myself to you, mm. right? I will reveal myself to you. In fact, matter of fact, my father will love you and me and my father, yeah, we will come and you. dwell with you. So now for these particular type of people, right, that we're talking about here, not only do, do they receive the Holy Spirit, but they receive the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Correct. You know, so I thought that 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 was a really good um uh verse for me. Um that kind of put me back in check, right? It's like yes. you we go out there and we say we love God, but like you love We're God. We're showing something different from yeah, his commandments. Yeah. But you love God by keeping his commandments. So if you're gonna talk the talk, you gotta walk the walk. Right. So yeah, just to close it off, um, the Bible also says in First Corinthians sixteen fourteen, let all that you do be done in love. Mm-hmm. And it also goes further in, um, uh, I think John. It says that love covers all sin, mm-hmm. and it even says uh, in Proverbs that um, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all of like offenses. And just love is the basis of like you know, being, being the a good example of God being an example of Jesus is you start off by loving others, you start off by love, you know. It's not just strengthen the love he gave you. Yeah. It starts it doesn't have you don't have to far reach because you can love someone who's far if you don't love the person who's right next to you. Yeah, you know, if you want to know how to start loving, start by the person who's right next to you. Yeah, your neighbors. Your yeah, friends. your neighbors. Even if it's someone that you know has done wrong, they say you 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 beat evil by doing good. So if someone shows hate to you or someone doesn't show love to you, for you to beat that 
you gotta show them love. That's yeah. how it is. If you try to go the other route, it will never work. Yeah. Start off by loving that person. Be like, okay, this person is doing this to me, but let me let me show this person how I would want him to treat me by doing good to that person. Yeah. And you know, just going on love, as the Bible also says in First Corinthians that. So now faith, hope, and love abides, but the three, the greatest out of all three is love. Mm. Love wow. is the greatest tool that, even the gospel in itself, it's based on love. Correct. God came and died for us, love. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to love others before, you, you got to love others because he loved us first. Right. You know, right. That's John 1, uh, 1 John four nineteen. So, uh, yeah. what was that verse you first read? Was it Romans uh, 10? Which one? The, the first one you, you referenced to. I just wanted to be sure because I think I misspoke the verse I was trying to quote earlier. And I think that was what you said. Uh, um, when I talked about like serving like, you know, young people or oh, like I old see. people. Um, but what I was trying to reference was Romans 12 mm-hmm. um, verse 10, which I'll just quickly read. Um, it says, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. And the last one says, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Mm-hmm. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you make, sure, make sure you send me that. Yes, yeah. I will. So, yeah, it's, that's it, man. Like, gotta love for you to heal. Love, you know, everything that you do. The Bible says do it with love. And, you know, love could go, like, it brings up a, a broad topic. We could talk about this hours and hours. But as, you know, to leave you guys, just remember that God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. Yes. See you next time. Peace.